This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey, what is up? On this week's episode, uh, well, first, thanks for being here. Thank you for being here. This week's episode is insanity. It's so fun. Ariel Dumas, who writes for Stephen Colbert at The Late Show, she has never seen Newsies, but she rewrote it, and we read her script. Uh, Super producer Rebecca is here with us. We sing, sort of. Ariel sings. I'm there. This is so funny. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited for this episode. Rarely have I wished as much as I do for this that I knew how to make cartoons. Ariel Dumas has never seen Newsies, but she rewrote it and we read her script. I mean, you know, thank you for being here and thank you for listening. I, I know you're going to love this. I'm so excited about it. I put the little pop filter on my microphone before I recorded this intro. That's how excited I am. <laughs> Uh, but we're here. We're still putting stuff out. Thank you for being here. If you want to get episodes early or some bonus stuff, we have a Patreon. Uh, you get no ads, and the episodes are uncut on there. And also some some bonus stuff like Kyle catches up, where I watch things I haven't seen and talk about them. Big stuff like that. Uh, that is Patreon.com/slash Never Seen It. We're also on Discord, which is very new for me, but fun. We got a lot of fans on there. Got like a hundred some people hanging out on there. So if you're on Discord, find us on there. I mean, basically go to Instagram or Twitter. Never seen it show. We got links in there. That'll take you to the Discord. I don't know how to promote a Discord, but it's fun. And find Instagram, Twitter, all that. I got merch. I got some stickers now that say, uh, um, I have guessed what movie trailer Kyle's dad was describing having only watched a trailer, never having heard of the movie. I got stickers for the game. Find those. It's all cheap. All that stuff. Twitter, Instagram. I got links in the bios. Can you believe it? Like a real adult. I'm just, I'm, I'm talking fast because I'm excited for this episode because it's so funny. We were laughing like it was the before time. It was so fun. Ariel Dumas has never seen Newsies. I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed doing it. I was crack. I was laughing so hard. It's so fun. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate you guys being here. Even if you're catching up, I appreciate that. If you're listening to this months after it came out, I appreciate that. If you're listening to this the day it came out, I appreciate that. If you want to do me a solid, tell someone about the show. Whenever someone puts online something sort of like the show and you guys start tagging us like this and this, I love that. It makes me so happy. We got a cool thing going here. I would love to continue to grow. Thank you for listening. I hope you're sane and healthy and finding some way to be happy and finding some way to be helpful. And thanks for listening. Ariel Dumas has never seen Newsies. Please enjoy it. Please do. Hey, everybody. This is, you know, 
it's like any podcast. We've all been sitting here and then we're just like, let's pretend that we just walked in a room and started it all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> this is Never Seen It. This is the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they have never seen before. Today, having never seen Newsies, which I will say is a favorite of a lot of people who do the podcast. Uh, today, having never seen Newsies is Ariel Dumas. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Gosh. Of course. Uh, and joining us once again from our our distanced Starburns Alliance, our producer Rebecca Steinberg is here. Hey, <laughs> Rebecca, having set up her fancy Zoom background, in person Zoom background. Um, new so newsies, newsies, which is a musical. I know it sounds crazy for me. It is a musical musical, right? Correct. And do you like what? Please, sorry, interrupt. Do you like other musicals, or is I, it, do you avoid? Okay, here's the thing. I <laughs> fucking love musicals. I, I love them, um, especially like older ones. Like, I love musicals. And I hate and have never seen Newsies because it seems so stupid. And it, even though most musicals are stupid, but here's the thing about Newsies is that references to Newsies, someone references Newsies about every two weeks in my life since... I was young. It haunts me. Reference Newsies haunts me. Someone invariably in my life will bring up Newsies. Yeah. And it just sounds Comedy like, writers seem yeah. to really like it. Yeah. It's, it's like something from like the common denominator of a lot of childhood love for people who who, who write comedy is Newsies. <laughs> yeah. And it seem, does seem like geared towards me. Like I'm the right age bracket and it's, you know, vests and singing it's geared towards you because of the vests. Yeah. Oh god, jaunty. It's so jaunty. Do you guys like musicals? I I like some of them. Yeah, I get sometimes. a very For me it's like a a visual art thing where I immediately have a extreme visceral reaction in a positive or negative way and then I will say this is terrible or this is wonderful. Yeah. That's kind of how it goes for me. I have not seen Cats, so I haven't got to make that decision yet for that one. Oh. Um but that seems to be put <laughs> I saw Cats live Whoa. when I was in high school. Uh, I was in in a uh, opera, and what? the the uh, the group who went who was in the opera with me, we were all high, you know high schoolers in some art academy, and we went to see Cats because it came to town. And this very fun thing happened where we all no one wanted to be the first person to say they hated it while it was happening. <laughs> because it was expensive and we were all supposed to like it because it's so popular. But So if you ever like collectively not enjoyed something together, but no one wants to be like, this is dumb, right? Yeah. Yes. That's what happened to us with Cats the Musical. What, it must, what a relief it must have been to come out and have someone be like, that was bad, right? I think it was just a bunch of us uh, uh, being, you know, we're like, 17 or 16 and and sort of like at a starbucks because that's the thing you could do on like yes. the plaza in downtown kansas city and then someone was like well i i didn't really like it and i was like oh my god it was the worst thing. and it just <laughs> turned into like the unleashing <laughs> of the wave of hatred that came from it and i don't know but that i like some musicals but other ones i, I can't i don't know if there's any musical i've watched twice oh oh wow, wow. Ooh. That yeah. sounded too mean. <laughs> what what is uh Rebecca, what is your you what's your musical association here? Um my favorite musical is West Side Story. Mm. That's probably the the movie I've probably seen a, a bunch of times. Um and then like I don't know, I grew up watching a bunch like even just like The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Um and I like, guess I've seen The Wizard Lady. of Oz twice. Yeah. 
Um, I would consider The Wizard of Oz a musical if Dark yeah. Side of the Moon is playing during it and my dad has <laughs> muted the television. <laughs> we did that every year. Um, wow. Yeah, there. I mean, there are good, like, modern – Spring Awakenings really good. It's fun. Yeah. I saw that live. It's a good show. <laughs> There's a lot of good, good ones, but then there are ones where – I don't know. I feel like uh, – my grandma really loved this musical Gigi growing up. Oh, um, it's a yeah. French like it, it's supposed to be like this. It takes place in Paris and this like young, this like young girl coming into her own. And she I feel like I haven't seen it in years, but she made me watch it a bunch of times. And I feel like she was in a relationship with like an older man. It yes. feels very skeevy looking back on it. And, and there's a song, there's a song where this like old French, this like older French man sings. It's called Thank Heaven for Little Girls. Thank for, Heaven for, for Little Girls. Yeah, yeah. For, li- for Little Girls Get Bigger Every Day. Oh, I just got chills <laughs> up my arm. I'm so scared. <laughs> Wait, Ariel, is that actually how the song goes? Or were you just yes. sort of singing? No, that, the that's, oh. that's the music. That's a very that's famous song. It's a very famous song. And it's supposed oh. to be like, it's supposed to be like innocent and sweet. And it's like, like a fatherly love kind of thing. But then in the yeah, context yeah. of the show, like it actually is kind of, a little weird he's waiting for her to so yeah to he's like be- it's like the yeah it's like the mary kate nashley wait for them to turn 18 countdown oh. but like make it a musical yeah. well <laughs> this has changed a lot it's exactly like that you would say that's a perfect <laughs> perfect description of what it is uh, exactly ariel, ariel so what musicals like do you think this is a movie that if people find out you haven't seen this are they surprised yes. is it that kind of thing they always are because I'm, I'm obsessed with annie um, the nineteen, okay. what it was, totally. eighty three. Fucking this. Yeah. This is definitely. This definitely feels like it's in the Annie musical cinematic universe, right? right? <laughs> I, I for a while I thought it was oh the AMCU, yeah. Annie, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but there's no. I mean, Annie's a classic. Like it's got Annie. Annie, so, Annie slaps. Annie I like slaps. Annie. Annie's one I've Annie seen. Slaps. Annie, Annie goes hard. Annie slaps is also the beginning of a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, it's like the beginning of a Mad Lib. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, what other, which ones, did, like, what would you say is the musical you've seen the most times? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think I've watched, like, the. I mean, I mean, probably Annie. But, like, I grew up in a very strong um, Rodgers and Hammerstein, Gilbert Sullivan, yes. Gilbert Sullivan household. And it really wasn't in, until I was in my late teens and 20s that I was like, there's other musicals? Because, <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know, I grew up like really firmly in um, Pirates of Penzance, Mikado territory, which is so racist, you know. Uh-huh. And like, even parts of Annie are like horrifyingly racist. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I would say any musical before... 10 years ago right <laughs> right and musicals are a progressive genre I mean, that's how I it's mean, going for the rest yeah, of the like what, west, side, west side story is a minefield oh my god brutal brutal super racist just the music is really good but the dialogue and lyrics i mean so racist jeez yeah it's like some metal bands <laughs> The music's ra- good, but ra- when you really I- listen, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I know that metal bands are either like kind of in trouble for being uh, uh, white supremacists or like so oh. very actively. Like I think it's like metal and punk is like so actively anti-white supremacists or but every once in a while once like slips through the cracks and they're like, oh, this guy actually is. Because all I know is their fans are known for f- hating white supremacists and like a phys- they will physically actively just fight them at shows if they show up <laughs> right um, Ant- antifa if you will I, yeah. right <laughs> they're coming i feel like us. if you're oh, gonna yeah. if you're gonna uh be if you're gonna be the shaved head 
uh, white guy covered in tattoos, you have to really let people know that you're not. You definitely have a to. White, you have yeah, to you be actively like punch, I'm not yeah. that. You right. definitely have to punch Nazis if you dress like yeah. that. Right. Sure. I like. I like Wicked. Wicked. I like. That's a I new d- one that I, I don't like. like I've never I never. Seen, I never saw it. I think. Yeah. I don't. Need, I don't know. The. Ugh. God. I think it's it's from my mother. But like any musical where the women sing like. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. And the music in Wicked is like just it's like. It's like really hard. But you know what? There is a YouTube video of this. English girl singing one of the songs in like a garage. It's a very like quarantine delight thing. And I watch it and just cry because she's like huffing and puffing in, in her garage <laughs> and just singing this music. And I was like, oh, it's from Wicked. And it's so good. Uh, I, uh, I can't so, listen yeah. to musical music, I guess, on its own. If it's not accompanied by the actual entire thing, then it's not something that I, I've, I've never just like, you know, queued up something to, it, really? it's got to be a part of the entire thing for me. Yeah. Right. Um, I have, but I have I li- you know, listen to Stephen Sondheim over and over and over. Totally. Really? You know. Yeah, same. Okay. Yeah. yeah, really. I'm trying oh, to think good. what other musicals. Yeah. Oh, I think that I've, I saw the Book of Mormon way back in New York. That was like a, I lucked into that and I was like, well, this is, I will never be funny. That's how that made me feel oh. is that I will never make anything funny because it was so funny. What, um, what other that musicals that still apply today given that there's so much like. Africa. Yeah, I saw it. I know a lot of the stuff that happens in it. You're just like, oh, it's still like it's it's yeah, it's very it's cheap with a lot of that stuff, I I guess. I saw it only a couple years ago when they were at um, Pantages in L.A. And I'd never I'd spent so long like hearing about Book of Mormon. And I finally went and like I liked it. I do think it maybe was hyped a lot for me over so many so much time that i was like okay it is funny but um yeah the, yeah some of the jokes i was like if i didn't know that they were so obviously like this is the creators of south park they're being ridiculous right. like i would be like what the hell's going on <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and what you know when, so when i'm trying to think of other musicals i've you know um, i've seen like oklahoma and sound of music and those sort of yeah. ones and what it is weird old- when you find out there's modern musicals. That was like a distinct. I, was, I did like theater yeah. and stuff later in high school, and that's when you start to all the people who are in that are like, "Oh, you." There are all these things that exist. You know, Mid Missouri High School theater isn't exactly, but they're like, you know, people have still been making these, and then you watch them, and you're like, well, "They're not very good," or you watch it. But um, Newsies only existed to me as a uh, thing people would say when you brought up Christian Bale. Like that's like what it was in my head until yeah. maybe two years ago, people were like, Oh, you know, Christian Bale's in this thing called newsies. I'm like, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are in multiple movies. <laughs> that's kind of <laughs> that's, that's the, de- the definition of being an actor is that you get to do it more than once. <laughs> yeah. But it seemed to be the thing that people liked knowing, liked being the thing they associate, you know, when people feel yeah. cool about being like an early adapter for for someone's career or something that's what i think people like sure. yeah, so if, if if christian bale would come up there's always one person in the group that's like oh you mean christian bale from newsies it's like oh my favorite person, <laughs> i love him in newsies i'm like do you love him <laughs> in the newsies yeah or do you love that you think i don't know that right well, don't, don't you guys think though that like christian bale in this movie in particular comes at an era for movies where they were making films that seemed to try to get tween and preteen girls like real horny. Like I couldn't even <laughs> tell you what decade Newsies came out. It, was it the eighties or the nineties? Yeah. Okay. Early 90s, I, it's, um, <laughs> I, just, it was, I mean, I knew it was like the sixties, but um, it looks if only so we had crazy. something to look this up. Yeah. <laughs> 
I refuse to look it up. I, I, I also, yeah, yeah I, I also refuse. I, I want to go into this real clean. I looked it looking up, so I won't the, tell you. Looking at the at the your background image right now, looking at the newsies, I just have been watching in quarantine. Um, just birds through season one of Peaky Blinders. Oh, I Peaky not, Blinders. Yeah, not, <laughs> not for any reason other than the only thing I knew about it was what you just did and i was like i need to i need to know what the fuck this show is and they, it just looks like that it looks like newsies i can't i i think i may have told you this before rebecca but i won't watch that show because i think the name is so dumb the name and is, that's literally prevented me from watching like an award-winning television show it's so fu- is the name netflix can't be out here calling things that no. and expect me to to they're already their thumbnails are ridiculous and i can't like every show they make looks like they yeah. had a, a guy off Fiverr put together the thumbnail for it. And then I can't, I'm not going to watch something called Peaky Blonde. They just call it a British mob joke. I didn't know what the show was about. I thought it was going to be some kind of like horror thing. Not at all. Like Peaky Blonde, like, you know, like British slang is like very silly. It's yeah. like yeah. they're supposed, the Peaky Blinders are like this dangerous gang and they like slice people's faces open. It's like, if you're called the Peaky Blinders, I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like it's like if a gang was called like Toby's Boppers. Yeah. It's you're like, like I'm not. I'm, it's, <laughs> it's like you might as well be called like the little cutie pies. Like I'm not. I'm not scared. I'm curious, but I'm not scared. The <laughs> little cutie pie. <laughs> I can't stop looking at that background blinders. picture of uh, uh, Newsies and thinking that the guy next to Christian Bale is Zach Woods. It looks and just like Zach, Zach Woods. Woods. <laughs> In like Literally. some sort of where just he's like <laughs> rambling in this cockneyed accent about being uncomfortable. Why does that look God. exactly like Zach Woods in that photo? I don't know. Because it's a tall, skinny white guy who doesn't fit in his body. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, well, can we just describe the picture just so people at, at home can hear oh, yeah. it? No, no, we're a visual only podcast. Yeah. We need them to admit. <laughs> no, yeah, to tell, tell them sort of what's going on here. It's a screen. It's a promotional still from the the film Newsies, and um, looking at this photo is more research than I did writing the script. Um, there's the the main Newsie, Mr. Handsome, who has like cheekbones and he's like scowling, and his hair is kind of slicked back. And then there's he's surrounded by Newsies in hats and they're all wearing vests and have like knickerbocker. What else? Yeah. I like yeah, that. All, I like that he's not in the hat, but he has a little bandana, a little kerchief. Yes. Uh, if I was to describe them from left to right, I would say far left is uh, that guy who always plays Al Capone on Boardwalk Empire. I mm-hmm. forget the actor's name, yes. but he was also in Public Enemies. Yes. Uh, he's I, British, by the way. He does a great. Is he British? Yeah, he does a great, great like gangster, like Italian mobster accent. Unfortunately, for maybe the rest of his career, too good of one. Yes. Because uh, oh. I don't see him him. But he's so he's incredible. Next up, we have the newsy in Jinkos plaid Jinkos. Kind of um, looks like the kind of looks like the Ziggy from The Wire, which you haven't seen. Um, uh, PJ Ranson, like the skinny, um, sort of like the skinny, like fuck up little brother, really scrappy kind of dorky skinny kid. Yeah. Also, I haven't yeah. seen The Wire. That okay. This, this podcast is made for me because I haven't seen yes. any movie or show. Yeah. What was the motivation behind choosing Choosies? We'll call it choosing Newsies. Choosing Newsies because people who bring it up for you. Newsies, uh, the, is, the news, the musical. <laughs> I'm filled with rage about it. I'm it sorry. So stupid. Yeah. No news. It is Newsies, the musical. I'm the musical. Like, oh, I don't make the. I don't listen. I don't make the rules. It's the news. You made that specific rule. You made. <laughs> 
If there um, can be a Susical, there can be a Newsical. There should be. I mean, that, that's your first million. Watch out, Lin-Manuel. <laughs> oh, there's another one I haven't seen. I tried to listen to just the music of Hamilton, oh, and I no, was like, if this, if, is this what the good part? I've, I've loved it. I And now yeah. it took me like a full year to realize how how corny It's it so was. corny. <laughs> it's the corny. It's, it's your English teacher rapping and yeah. rapping pretty well, like pretty um, intricately rhymes about history, right. but... There is something I, I that, live, that is like, what I, I like the most <laughs> about him. I'm sure live it would be different for me than trying to just listen to it on Spotify. But I'm, when he wrote it, I imagine Lin-Manuel Miranda sat down and wrote, he's like, you know when this will be best is through a laptop speaker when uh, he accidentally has shuffle on. That way he'll fully understand. <laughs> right. Uh, I I embrace his corniness and like it. The yeah. thing that people tend to hold because he's you so see, earnest. Have, have you seen that thing that's he, been going around TikTok? The, the clip uh-uh. that there's this there's this clip that he did this audiobook and no one's sure exactly which one it is but it's really gross and there's this like 15 30 second clip of him like it's a very sexually explicit thing and there's all these like tiktok people probably most of them teenagers like reacting with horror to him saying <laughs> what he's saying Wait, he, i'll send he, it to you later it's the funniest thing narrated I've ever seen. an audiobook that has like sex and stuff in it. oh, it's su- no. like it's like super it's like it yeah it's really, does it rhyme no it's really nasty oh. <laughs> it's like it's like all the all the all the reactions are like one of them is like paired with all these photos you know he, he always does that he tweets like photos of himself selfies where he's like biting his lip and he thinks yeah. he looks like and it's like him biting his lip and then just like the audio of him saying it was like I can't even repeat it because I'm hearing it in his voice making my skin crawl. Oh no. Oh no. That <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's something about musical theater that is corny and horny. You yes. know, oh, a million yeah, percent. I think that it's weird in order to enjoy musical theater, you have to be able to embrace whatever part of that particular show that gets to, you know? Like yeah. when I was young, my, my thing right foray into modern musical theater was the Phantom of the Opera. And I was in fifth grade and I was so horny for the Phantom. Like it was so like dark and bad <laughs> and it's so corny. And yeah. I, I loved it. It got me. And like, you have to get over that hump. I think that that were. would be a good scale to drop musicals into. It would be the Orny scale from C to H and Ooh. you would like, that's because it's like <laughs> Chicago. I think would be the farthest on the H side. You would get it is still For a real. little horny, yeah. but it, or a little corny. But it try it's mostly an H. But then you could yeah. go all. You know, I think from the the Orny scale, a C to an H for musicals would be a good place to to, to yes. drop them all in there. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Music Man, so horny. Weirdly, yeah. Weirdly, very <laughs> horny. It's all the whole song about the sadder but wiser girl for me. You know? Yeah. I think you'd be surprised at how many of them veer it more towards the horny than the corny on this scale. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. On its face, you'd be like, oh, definitely corny. And then you think about it and you're like, actually, maybe horny. Right. Like the Lion King. (laughs) Like the Lion King, I would say, unfortunately, Uh, super horny because do you you remember being a kid and all your friends either had a crush on Nala or Simba? Everyone was like, I feel like, I feel like uh, younger millennials are so like pro bestiality in a weird way. That's why there's so many furries. It's like they're so like horny for animated yeah. animals. They think it enough. Robin Hood the fox. Horny for the fox. I'm sorry. Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, 
Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there, May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so with the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. Uh, yeah, I mean, now I kind of want to just, all right, let's roll through some okay. musicals and we'll say 10 is horny, one is corny. Give me your, your gut instinct where they lie on the C to H horny musical official rating scale. Got it. Uh, Phantom of the Opera. Hor- uh, no. To me, it's to a- me, corny. To me, I would say, I would say a, a, four, a three or four. I, okay. I think it's very horny. I would say eight. <laughs> Okay. He Les scares Mis. me. He scares me. You need to be in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, in a in a bad way. Blame is corny. Uh, yeah, maybe corn. I would give it a Yeah. Is it It's like a serious tone, but it's kind of just super corny because it takes itself because it's so serious. I had a hard time really enjoying it because I mean, part of it's because the if the actors are so famous, I can't. I have a hard time taking it seriously when they sing me a song. Um, uh-huh. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see the. I didn't see the movie, but I know the music, and I haven't seen the pr- the production. So I feel like I. I don't have enough information Same. to determine. Okay, mm-hmm. Lion King. I would put especially the musical is 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 an eight or a nine for me. There's nothing corny about the Lion King. I'm sorry. It's all horny. I, you know what's it's funny? All- you mentioned having a crush on Simba or Nala, and I remember being like Timon's my guy. Oh yeah, Timon. No, Timon. <laughs> Timon. Yeah, you're right about that. Once again, the Zach Woodsist character makes his way th- and sifts his way through. <laughs> and then maybe you get a little older. You go through your scar phase. Who knows? No one can yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, oh I think God. Hamilton might be our peak corn here. Peak corn. Yeah. They want to yeah. be horny so bad. They try to be horny multiple times in the show. Multiple yeah. times. And you know what? It is kind of, parts of it are kind of horny. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's a reason. I think that's why, like, musical theater, it's a real gateway drug for tweens and teens to, like, yeah. get into some, like, perverted stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, that doesn't even get into the production of the oh. entire thing, where it's hours and hours of like intimately putting together something and spending time oh. and around the same people, yeah. and then you oh build and destroy and you make up and you costume, but every like a whole a, right a musical production is like build and destroy something together, rinse and repeat it with another very adult thing you're asking kids to take on. Yeah, right. Wow, I would Wait, say a um, super super horny one. Kiss me, Kate. If you're familiar, I, I, I'm not. I bet, it's a great that, musical. I would say uh, super horny. I it's, bet. it's it's based on Taming of the Shrew, which is already oh, yeah. pretty okay. horny. So okay. So Rent. imagine if they sang. Rent is Rent. super horny. I'm sorry. Maybe it's corny, but 
I legit learned how sodomy worked from Rent as horny. a horny. In that I, case, horny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's uh, I casually used the word sodomy as like a uh, uh, maybe an eighth grader or a seventh grader when I saw Rent or Incredible. something, and I just I don't remember exactly what it was. And my dad was literally like, "Do you know what that actually is?" <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And then he 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 told me, and I was like, "Oh, well, he didn't really tell me, but he kind of hinted that I should." And I was like, "Okay." You were like, uh, okay, so a nine on the scale. Got it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, all right. So let's so let's newsies here. Okay. We should newsies. You've never seen newsies. Never let's go ahead it, and cast it up however you'd like. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, all, pre- all prefaces and all, if you want any direction, if you want us to reread, if you want any takes, it's all on you here. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, I'll read the stage directions. And I'll, I will play Jason Knucklebuckle. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Kyle, I, I'm going to have you play Inky. Okay. Who is like a Cockney ragam- street ragamuffin newsie. Would have been um, either way. Okay. <laughs> uh, wait, what? I, w- I would have played it like that, oh, even good. if you were like, this guy is from America and moved to England before this. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> um, I'm also going to have you play Daphne. Daphne. Who... Um, did you ever watch like Dudley Do Right as a kid, or those cartoons I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Do you? Uh, she is your best Nell. You know, um, she's just a dainty lady. Whatever you can do like that. Okay. That, yeah, yeah. She is. We'll see um, what comes out. <laughs> yeah, Re- Rebecca, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have you play Aloysius P. Moneybags, who is the <laughs> bad guy. Okay. okay. Um, um, <laughs> Button and Scuttles. Okay. I will also play Craig. <laughs> and uh, Rebecca, also, I'm going to have you play the cart driver. Okay. Okay, great. And there's singing that we can all pitch in on when it says, when, oh, yeah, we all talk whenever it says all newsies, all um, newsies. or any group thing like that. That'll be awesome. Oh. All right. Wow. Let's do it. All right. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. <laughs> sure. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, the actual screenplay of Newsies, written by me. Um, okay. Exterior, New York City. Or maybe jolly old London town. No, wait. New York City. Except half the people have Cockney accents. Pre-dawn. We open on a musical tableau of early morning activity in a bustling metropolis. The year is 1870 Bucket. As we pass through the streets, an assortment of city workers get ready for the day. A carriage driver carefully examines his horse's teeth, then pulls out an oversized container of horse floss, tears off a length, and begins flossing her. A large-breasted fishmonger repeatedly slaps a sea bass against the side of a building, boobies a-jiggling. A maid empties a chamber pot out of a second-story window. Below, an aproned man catches its contents in a bucket, then sets the bucket on his market stall with a sign, STEW USED. Five cents. (laughs) At the the end of a long street, we land on a ramshackle warehouse. A cart stacked high with bundles of of newspapers backs up to the entrance with a loud beeping sound. Hey, newsies, wake up. Papers are here. A panel in the door slides open and a small smudgy face appears. It's a newsie named Inky. Crikey, the papes. Thanks, governor. Hey, kid, quick, quick question. Why do you call them papes? Right, see, papes is short for papers, isn't it? No, I get that, but papes is just one syllable shorter than papers, so you're not really saving that much time, are you? Just point being? 
Well, no one else calls them that. Papes just seems like a clumsy, unimaginative slang term created to establish a subculture where none actually exists. Shut up, old man, or I'll stuff your stuff a pape so far up your bunghole, your tallywhacker pisses headlines. Inky slams the door shut. I hate this job. Interior warehouse. The cavernous warehouse is full of wooden tables, scaffolding shelves, all piled high with old newspapers. Among the newspapers sleeps dozens, sleep dozens of new dozens of newsies, each a dirty, lovable ragamuffin. The newsies all wear suspenders. And those flat woolen caps that guys in their 30s and 40s wear year-round indoors in hopes that no one will notice their receding hairlines. When in fact, it's like, dude, you're wearing a thick tweed cap inside a sports bar at 2 p.m. on a Saturday in August. We know something's up. Also, baldness can be hot. I don't know a single woman who would pick Riker over Picard. Embrace your scalp, my dude. (laughs) Inky clangs a large bell to wake up his fellow newsies. Oi, fellas, the papes is here. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a general commotion fills the room button a newsie pops out of a pile of papers the papes scuttles a newsie pops out from a table from under a table wearing a folded newspaper hat the papes craig a newsie drops down from the rafters <laughs> craig is so poor he was born without a mouth <laughs> Inky, really hammering the point home, even though this happens every goddamn day. The papes! The boys launch into a rousing number about being newsies. During the song, they fold and bundle the fresh stack of newspapers. Oh, God. Ready? Ready. It's It's a hard hard knock, knock, papes, papes for us. us. It's a hard hard knock, knock, papes, for us. us. Instead of treated, treated, we we get get papes. Stead of kisses, we get, get, get papes. papes. <laughs> the newsies toss and juggle the papers while performing flips, cartwheels, and handsprings off the tables. Many of the boys land the jumps safely. The song continues and the camera drifts high up to the rafters where King of the Newsies, Jason Knucklebuckle, played by Christian Bale or maybe Christian Slater. I couldn't remember. Sits in a dirty window, yearning for the world outside. He is a cool dude, older, fully pubescent, and full of dreams. He is handsome but non-threatening, with a floppy hairdo calculated to make tween girls lose their goddamn minds. He sings a wistful song. <clears throat> I know I should be happy here, but I'm feeling as rough as a pape smear. <laughs> I'm getting spent. I'm getting old. I'm living life below the fold. Somehow I must make a plan to go from paper boy to paper man. A single tear drips down his cheek. Wait, is he wearing eyeliner? Exterior, city streets, day. The newsies pour into the streets, their bags plump with papers. They start hawking their wares. Uh, continuous. <clears throat> extra, extra, triangle shirtwaist factory now set to manufacture oily rags. Various businessmen crowd around to buy the news. <laughs> we pan back and up into a nearby towering three-story office building, the headquarters of the Daily News. Interior, Daily News HQ, day. 
Ali wishes P. Moneybags, a wealthy, wealthy newspaper titan who owns the Daily News, watches the newsies from his window. He dips a cigar into his whiskey and slurps it clean, clearly not knowing how to consume either product. He is shaped like a perfect sphere. Ah, oh, yes, my nasty little boys, sell your wares. <laughs> for, each, for each sale makes me that much richer. Ha 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 ha. Mr. Moneybag sings a song about how much he loves money while he toddles around his office. It's pretty much what you would think. Enter Daphne Moneybags, his beautiful daughter. She's made out of sugar floss and candy canes. Her legs end in two sharp points. Papa, I hate to interrupt, but I've simply run out of things to embroider. Is there something else for me to do today? Perhaps vote or own my own property? Now, my precious puppet, don't you fret, for soon I shall marry you off to whichever business associate has the most dirt on me. Now run along, and whatever you do, keep that hymen intact. (laughs) Oh, Papa! Why don't you go visit your your canary in its gilded cage as a ham-fisted metaphor for your plight? Okay, but might I use my musical jewelry box with the little spinny ballerina? The caged bird thing is quite worn territory thanks to Sweeney Todd. I couldn't give two shits. Then farewell, papa. Daphne retreats to a window and sings a mournful song about all of her problems, though she has trouble coming up with specific examples. Honestly, given the time period, (laughs) she has it pretty sweet. The song ends with a single tear dripping down her cheek. Daphne, just don't fuck any newsies. Hmm. Now that gives me an idea about fucking newsies. Interior warehouse that night. The newsies have returned home. They are back to doing their acrobatic cartwheels off the tables and flips and shit as newsies are wont to do. Several newsies land on their necks, killing them instantly. All right, newsies, quit your flipping. It's time for the tally. Enter Jason Knucklebuckle. The newsies line up and turn in, turn in the day's earnings. $1.47. Not bad, boys. But Jason Knucklebuckle, how much of that do we have to keep for ourselves? Come on, you know the deal. 90% of our profits go to mean old Mr. Moneybags. But that ain't fair. No. Oh, that's you. There you oh, no, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> of course it ain't. It's just how the world works. Now go eat your bowls of shredded newspaper and go to bed. <clears throat> Oi, uh, Jason Knucklebuckle, sir. I, I was thinking, what if we were... <laughs> Like it's so hard to read it. I wrote it hard uh, for that purpose. What if, what if we, the proletariat, were to, to seize the means of production, thus overturning the capitalist class, which, which oppresses us? Hmm. Maybe you're right. We should kill Mr. Moneybags. That way, we could shut down the newspaper entirely. No wait, but won't that? Great idea, boys! Polish my stabbing knife. Hooray! Hooray! Jason Knucklebuckle launches into a song. It launches into song. When times get tough, you buckle up and take control of your life. Go and face your problems and stab them with a knife. Just put your blade into his face. Stab it again and again. Then you'll finally be newspaper free with all your newsy friends. The newsies do several celebratory flips. The gang is really thinned out due to all the spinal injuries. (laughs) (laughs) 
Interior <laughs> Daily News HQ the next morning. Jason Knucklebuckle tiptoes into the office of Mr. Moneybags. It's empty. Hello, Mr. Moneybags? I'm here to give you your dollar thirty-two, and definitely not to stab you. Oh, who's there? Oh, I thought I heard the dulcet tones of a fully pubescent boy. I'm Jason Knucklebuckle, king of the newsies. Who the hell are you? Why, I'm Daphne Moneybags, the only female character in this film with lines. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. I'm made out of candy and can't get wet. That's too bad, given what I'm about to do to your puss. What? Anyway, I'm here to stab your dad. <laughs> oh, dang! It sucks, because I'm in love with you. See, we're roughly the same age, and you're the only woman or girl I've spoken to in this movie. I'm in love with you, too. Perhaps I can run away with you and become a newsie. No, newsies are, are boys. It's a fact. You need a penis for tying the twine on the, on the papes. <laughs> there must be a better way. <laughs> there isn't. Well, I'm going to run along because I'd rather not be here for that dad stabbing. Hey, shouldn't we have sung a song about being star-crossed lovers or some such? Maybe. Too late now. Come to the warehouse later. We'll kiss. Surely a moment that will cause many a tween girl to rewind over and over. Devin Sawa's got nothing on me. Suck it, Casper. <laughs> Daphne exits as Mr. Moneybags enters. Hop, up, up. Did I hear someone talking about Devin Sawa? <laughs> yeah! Jason Knucklebuckle launches himself at Mr. Moneybags, stabbing him repeatedly. Oh no, this movie was supposed to be rated PG. Interior, warehouse, later. Jason Knucklebuckle walks in, wiping his knife clean on a newspaper. Well, boys, I did it! I slaughtered Mr. Moneybags! Hooray! One or two newsies does a flip. Daphne runs in breathless. Jason Knucklebuckle, you've killed my father! I know, pretty sick, right? Sure, but without him running the paper, the board decided to liquidate its holdings and sell them to an out-of-state media conglomerate. Boo! That means there's no more newspaper. Hooray! Hooray! But that means you newsies are out of a job. Oh, no! Oh, no. oh what? Oh, I get it. Because newsies is short for newspaper. What? Well, there's got to be something else we can sell. Luckily, I've got just the thing. It's a brand new sensation called cocaine. She holds out a handful and Jason takes a monster snort. Wally, we're going to be rich. Plus, this will be perfect if we also start selling backroom handies. Hooray! <laughs> Jason and Daphne kiss. It's fine. The newsies all toss their hats up in the air, revealing their severely receding hairlines. <laughs> the end. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I can, sure I can never watch the movie now. You already have. I already have. I know I'm not I sure in my know. life I've ever wanted more to be able to make a cartoon <laughs> yeah. than right now in this moment. 
The kid was born too poor to be born with a mouth. Too poor to have a mouth is so that funny. It's so funny. If I wrote that, I would walk around the room just like, pumping, just fist pumping, excited yeah. that I came up Hell with yeah. that. I would just be like, "Who could I text who won't be mad that this is the only reason I'm texting them?" <laughs> that was so funny. Thank you for having never seen news. Now I'm so happy you've never seen newsies. Newsies, otherwise this would exist or wouldn't yeah. exist. Wow. Oh, thank you. That put me in a great mood. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I'm going to I'm gonna do nothing about it, but I feel great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like a good musical should. You come out feeling a yeah. little pep in your step. Happy, little happy, your step. A, little, a little bewildered. <laughs> I would say I have not seen Newsies, but a lot of uh, movies and musicals do have uh, uh, lower class uprisings with no forethought to what will happen once the rising is up. Right? right. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah. <laughs> I just have, I just know, I mean, here are the things I knew about Newsies going in. I knew there's a main one who's hot. I knew there's like the newspaper man who's bad, I think. And then his daughter is the rich girl that the man, the Newsie falls in love with. And they called newspapers I mean, that makes papes. sense. Yeah. Papes. It all and checks that, out. That's a lot more information yeah. than I had going into this. Is it in America? Yes. In fact, yeah. they sing a song. Now I just remember the I think they sing a song about Santa Fe for no reason, which Rent also does. What I don't is, know. What's the story there? <laughs> what's up with Santa Fe and musicals? I think it just <laughs> rhymes with a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like, isn't like, there, is there a lyric in, in Annie in New York? Ooh. They talk about Buenos Aires. I think it's why a lot of pop songs reference Tokyo. It's just an easy rhyme. There's a lot of there's a lot of things. Santa, if you're talking about two places to go to, it can be place that stuff doesn't rhyme to all the way to Santa Fe. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels like the place to live. Um, I'm out of breath. Me too. I'm emotionally (laughs) fatigued. I'm excited to tank the rest of the podcast with terrible games. Oh no, the games. My dramatically, I, I, my dramatically oversteeped green tea has has settled into my brain, and I do feel completely <laughs> unhinged. Rebecca, Rebecca was tea? steeping tea way too long, and then got into being a musical. I accidentally steeped tea for three hours. I, <laughs> Loose leaf the, tea. For the viewer at home, the thing that Rebecca was drinking out of a clear, beautiful clear mug looks like it's the color of a, like a thick rye whiskey <laughs> well, yeah it looks like it, i thought i would have guessed apple cider it's jasmine it's jasmine tea with a little touch of honey <laughs> and it's darker than honey yeah it is it is sometimes you gotta steep it something it's not you know that's why they call it steep because it's a drop off yeah all right um is that why they call it it can't be i don't i don't even want to know i don't the, know okay <laughs> So we've got a few games we're going to play here. Some Never Seen It games. The first game that we play, I hope you hear this. Get ready to play before and So this afters. game is called Before and Afters. How it works is two movies will be smushed into one. I will tell you the smushed together movie plot. You will try and guess the smushed together movie title. They're not all clean portmentos. It's not easy. It's, it can be like Wolf of Wally Street, for Argo, Saving Private Silverman. They're kind of all over the place for uh, the word I've been told is quality. Mm. So, <laughs> Good. so, so you're more than welcome to work together or just guess them as it comes to you. But are you ready for a before and after one here? I can't wait. Yeah. Let's do it. Here we go. Number one, to try and save his home from foreclosure, an aquatic prehistoric creature sets out on an adventure to find a fabled lost treasure. Whoa. 
Oh God. First of all, I save- can't first of all, the foreclosure immediately has taken me out. Me to too. try and save his home. Right, because the rent freeze. Um uh, <laughs> to, try, uh, to try and save his home from foreclosure, an aquatic prehistoric creature sets out on an adventure we're, to find a fabled lost treasure. We're we're guessing the title. Yeah, and this is two is movies the, smushed into one. In Fargo, is William H Macy? Is he trying to save his home from foreclosure? No, he no. he he he, he don't kill the guy. Well, yeah, but I before think. that, oh, <laughs> why do you yeah. kill the guy? That's what I can't remember. Okay, prehistoric I'm gonna, sea mm. creature. The Shape of Water World? <laughs> it's, not, it's not, but that is one that we have and have used. <laughs> oh, uh, what's the second half again? So this one, the plots are kind of mismatched in and out of each other. Yeah, I kind of To feel save that his way. home from foreclosure, an aquatic prehistoric creature sets out on an adventure to find a fabled lost treasure. Oh, Raiders of the Lost Gamera? No. All right, are we ready? Are we ready for the answer on this one? Yeah, sorry. We're looking for a creature from the Black Lagoonies. Creature from the Black Lagoonies. That actually is that's a good one. It's right there. I I haven't (laughs) seen Goonies. I also have. I have many times. It's one of those movies that feels like when you put the specifics of the plot, you don't really remember the specific. Like I wrote one of these with Borat. Oh. And the specifics of the plot was uh, Borat. He was like about a journalist trying to track down Pamela Anderson. And no one remembers oh that gosh. as being the actual plot to Borat. Because what was the plot? Do you know what I mean? The plot was to get me to scream with my friends when I was a sophomore in college. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, number two, number two, number two. A high school wise guy is determined to have a day to himself despite undergoing facial transplant surgery to assume someone else's identity. Ferris Bueller's Day Face-Off? Ferris Bueller's Face-Off. That's really good. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Final one. Final one. Final one. In an effort to get over a breakup, a struggling musician heads to Hawaii where he bumps into his ex-girlfriend's family. People he believes are just nervous as an attempt to deal with their daughter's interracial relationship. Oh. The first one is Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh. Guess who's coming to forget Sarah Marshall? No, <laughs> no but I like that. Wait, no, that's good though. That's <laughs> yeah, that good. is good. That is good. That's um, the answer. Here, I'll 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 punch up the second half of it a little bit more. We bumps to that. So people he believes are just nervous as an attempt to deal with their daughter's interracial relationship, interracial relationship, but it's actually so much more. Forget out Sarah Marshall. Forget outing Sarah Marshall. Forget outing oh, Sarah Marshall. That's great. Um <laughs> That one's a stretch. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one. The one that is a stretch. Uh, Okay, here we go. The next thing that we're going to play is called Build the Perfect Movie. So how this works is I will give you a category, and you'll pick two movies from that category whose Rotten Tomatoes score adds up to as close to 100% as possible without going over. Price is Right rules apply. Uh, so Ariel, you'll pick one. Rebecca will pick one. We will review our scores, and then you'll pick your second. She'll pick her second, and we'll see who you can't go over. Uh, so in the theme of today's with Newsies, you're going to try and build. It's not going to be the perfect. You're going to try and build the perfect movie where music plays a big part. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a musical. 
but you're trying to build the perfect movie where music plays a big part. Um, and Ariel, you can pick your first, and then Rebecca, you can be. Wow. Thinking, okay. Great. Um, Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. All right, Rebecca. Movie one. Movie one. Um, I'm gonna go with um, Yesterday. The, the movie that we are all still talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> the new movie on the forefront of our minds. Here we go. Reviewing the scores. Dirty Dancing. Hilariously, sixty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Sixty nine percent. Nice. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Speaking of that, yesterday, equally hilariously, sixty three percent. Am I? I don't know. Wow. Fantastic. Sixty three percent. So uh, Ariel, you're looking for a thirty one, and Rebecca, you're looking for a thirty seven movies uh rebecca you have more to make up so you'll go first okay. movie where music plays an integral part it could be a musical okay i think yesterday's probably a musical isn't it i i Who mean knows? i don't know i didn't see it um uh, it's tough right, i so feel like a lot of the a lot of music movies are either like really high up or like really in the middle so it's like finding one that's low like i don't want to cheat uh, and do cats because i've done use cats before in this game so i'm forbidding myself um, yeah, I believe we all know cats is zero, right? I think. Or it's like you know, five it's like four yeah. or seven or something. Um, okay, uh, fuck. Um, where music, music plays an important role. Um, I think this is, I'm definitely gonna go over, I'm gonna go with hairspray. Ooh. Wait, the original or the remake? This is the, important. The, re- the remake. The remake. The, oh. John, the John Travolta. John Travolta. Which yeah, I haven't. Which I haven't, right. which I haven't seen. But I refuse because the original is perfect. There was no right, need to remake right. it. I, Isn't the original except, John Waters? Yes, it's perfect. Yeah. Plus, you know, that's, the, that's the, the thing about probably, hairspray. It's supposed to keep it still. Right. No changing. Thank you. Right. Yeah. I, you know, it did probably get John Waters to you know some good buying a boat money or something. So that's. That's yeah. good to remake. Anyway. Uh, all right. So Dirty Dance. So we're looking for a 31%, a 31% or less. Um, as is, close to uh, as you can. can. I, can I get help on it on the t- confirming the title of the movie, I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's the, is it Save the Last Dance, the one where the white girl played by yes. what's her face? Jul- yes, Julia, Julia Stiles, Stiles. Learns hip hop yes. dancing. <laughs> I've seen that movie <laughs> randomly so many times because it was I always mean, on oh. TV. Wow. Oh. So would you like to go save the last dance? Yes, I would. All right. Um, here, okay, here we go. Yesterday, 63%. Hairspray, the 2007 make, 91%. Oh, maybe Total or separately? On its own. On its own. 91%. Oh. Maybe, it's a maybe 91. That, maybe that movie is amazing. <laughs> I haven't seen I it. I think, I mean, this This is what you're, what you're saying about, like, there seems a lot. It's a 6.6 on IMDb. And a ninety-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So wow. I feel like because it's a mute, like a lot of people are like three and a half out of five, right. or like some, you know what I mean. And but that right. it's enough. Rotten Tomatoes is such a pass/fail situation right. that wow. if everyone gave a movie a three and a half out of five, it would wow. be a hundred. So I have gone. Right, I go. have gone extremely over. Way over. Yeah. Dirty Dancing, sixty-nine percent. Save the Last Dance. I need to enable ads before Rotten Tomatoes will show me. Here we go. Save the Last Dance, fifty-two percent. Oh. Still over fifty-two percent. All right, we're going to run it back. We're going to play one other category and try and get a winner here. The category we are going to do this time is loading. We are going to go with... It's not working. I have a giant list of potential categories here. 
We're going to go with a uh, CGI heavy movie. Build the perfect CGI heavy movie. So it can be mostly CGI or it can be something where one of the integral characters is CGI or it can be completely animated with CGI. CGI heavy movie. Rebecca, you'll go first on this one. Okay. I'm going to go with downsizing. Oh, wow. Alexander Payne's downsizing. All right, downsizing. All right, Ariel, movie one. I'm going to go with uh, Ready Player One. Ready Player One. All right, here we go. Let us review downsizing 47%. 47%. So you're looking for a 53. Mm -hmm. Ready Player One, 72%. Oh, really? Okay. 72%. I, I feel like that is a movie that would have been just as good if I didn't speak the language the movie was in. Does that make sense? Yes. Everything about the movie that I enjoyed was auditory overwhelming or, uh, oh, yeah, that thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I know that. <laughs> remember, you remember arcades? That it always blows my mind that everything in the future is nostalgic for the same five-year period of American culture history. Right. Damn it. It's the year three thousand. Pac-Man is cool. <laughs> yeah. No one's ever like, oh, HMS Pinafore. Give me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Wait. So, Rebecca, you have the most to make up. I do. Okay. Fifty-three. Okay. And then um, down with Ready Player One, you're looking for a 28. Okay. I'm going to go with, okay. I'm going to go with Twilight New New Moon. Is that the second one? Whatever the second one is called. Twilight New Moon. New it's, moon. it's in here. They have it online. Oh, there's a big number two on it. Yep. <laughs> oh, right. there's a big number two on it. <laughs> Get them. Get them. Get them. Yeah, the movie stinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you meant. Never mind. Don't yeah. get him that way. Uh, all right. Re- Ready Player One, 72%. We're looking for a 28. Um, I'm going to say one of the movies in the, fir- the first time, time they tried to redo Star Wars. Like, uh, okay. Revenge of the Sith Clones. Is that one? Revenge of the Sith is one and uh, Attack of the Clones is another one. Let's go Attack with the Clones. <laughs> It's fun just to like just pick some random one out. All right, here we go. Uh, Ready Player One, seventy-two percent. Star Wars: Attack of the Clones, maybe the most universally hated Star Wars. Wouldn't you say that? Uh, I would say sixty-five percent still. What? Somehow still a sixty-five percent. It is bad. I defend it, and it's terrible. I defend it, and it's terrible. It's terrible. I cannot. I thought it was gonna be fifteen. Uh, okay, here we go. Downsizing, 47%. Twilight New Moon, 28%. 28%. Still, still not, so not very close a, to 100, but... A, no, least. 77, that's all right. Yeah. Um, well done. But, you, Wait, but we, yeah. Qualified. we qualified. You know who loves Ready Player One? This is, sorry, this is weird. You know who loves it? My parents. Really? They love it. I think because wow. they know some of the things it references. Right. Oh, so like, they're like, it has some obscure references. You might not get it, but we got it. It references obscure things like video games. Yeah. And it's fun to be in the know, I guess. I think that's their yeah. thing. Uh, I think that was as neutral as I left that movie. I saw that movie when I, like, as a downtime at a comedy festival. Went to see Ready Ooh. Player One and left and literally thought that had all of the parts of a movie. <laughs> like you know what i mean i wasn't like that was great i didn't think it was terrible because it did have all the parts of a movie but i was just like that honestly felt like uh like a, 
an ad campaign or like something weird. It felt really weird to watch the whole thing, but then it was so, yeah, just so, so neutral on that movie. Yeah. And I here I why. am fading out. I have the air of some, like the movie, I can't remember what it is, but I, I, I it has the aura of like, oh, there's something bad about that movie and I forgot what. Like, is there some like bad Reddit thing associated with it or some terrible like, oh, I don't know. Um, oh, like, oh, like a, thing? I feel like there's oh, a thing with it. Probably, it's, it's probably. Stink. We just did. I, I recorded an episode TJ, that was Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh dear! Oh, TJ oh no! In it. Yeah, Post, he plays. He, it came out a large after CGA guy. Yeah, it came out after <laughs> shit about him came out. So then people were like, "He's uh, sexual assault allegations." I love naming it. Yes, got it. Yes, yeah. Amongst yeah, other so that things, that was a <laughs> verbal yeah. abuse, etc. <laughs> and I think like having a, a bomb, bomb on a train or something yeah, like a that. Fake bomb. Never good <laughs> when you're like, oh, and also I think the train bomb. <laughs> <laughs> um, which sounds oh is the family in a Wes Anderson movie is the train bombs. Um, okay. So mm-hmm. our last game we have here is a game called. Okay. 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 Oh, wow. Guess what movie okay. trailer Kyle's okay. dad is describing okay. having only watched the trailer okay. and never having heard of the movie game. This game is called Guess What Movie Trailer, Kyle's Dad Describing, having only watched the movie and never having heard of the movie, the game. And so what will happen is my dad is describing a movie trailer. I will play his description of the trailer, and you guess what movie trailer he's describing. Does that make sense? I love it. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Okay. An intense shot of the forest. This motion picture changed the history of all motion pictures. A lot of dramatic shots of fields, people marching in the field. Now we're going backwards. The voiceover has started over with someone else reading it. Now are we, we are backwards again. Then the voiceover is very intense. Now it's faster. Very Quick shots of nights and more. People keep stopping the trailer. Quick shots of nights being bad at being nights. He's not dead. There's an arrow in this guy. A cart flying (laughs) through the sky. Lands on one guy. Um, that's terrific. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail? It is Monty Python and the Holy Grail. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding? What the hell? Wow. Wow. This is the proudest moment of my entire life. That one has been sitting here as the most difficult one that I could I have of the the small really? unused library. That's wow. crazy. Wow. I was going to say like Hunger Games or Braveheart yeah. or something. It's I real could, wild. Yeah, no, I've never seen the trailer, but I've seen that movie multiple times, so that does track. Yeah. Wow. 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 Very we, we did it. I feel like we did it all around today. I feel like we did it all around today. We did a good job. One. Uh, Ariel, thank you for having never seen Newsies oh. and blessing us with that incredible Newsies script. Thank you so much uh, for having me. I had a really good time. 
please tell everyone uh, where they can find you and, and things that you would like them to know about you. Um, I'm a head writer at The Light Show, which is on a CBS and CBS All Access, <laughs> which we joke about all the time. Um, mostly I'm, on, I'm also on Twitter, um, Ariel Dumas, at with Ariel Dumas. Yes, is silent. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Great. And then that I just so like much. play a lot of Zelda. <laughs> oh, which one? <laughs> Breath of the Wild. I know. I'd have it too. It's very fun. I played it three times um, so far. I'm just like now. I'm just having fun. I forgot. I, I I didn't play it for like two months, and then I forgot what I was doing, and I'm so overwhelmed by the amount oh, of yeah. things I could do because yeah. I downloaded the the expansion and then i played it twice and then i took like two months off and now i was like i don't remember what to do and i feel overwhelmed i feel like i i get frustrated i'm like feel like he's mad that i'm wasting his time if i just walk around (laughs) so i don't don't play it because i get emotionally overwhelmed yeah no zelda won't be mad he'll do whatever you want him to (laughs) yeah i don't even yeah yeah Okay. okay. <laughs> you great, know, maybe great. I'll wake him up and play. Thank you very much for being here. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, we, we did it. I hope everyone has a nice day. A podcast network.